When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the number one Cardiff City podcast. Brought to you by Wales Online. Hello and welcome to Blakey's Boot Room, the Cardiff City podcast in association with Giovanni's Restaurants. Uh, I'm your brand new host, Glenn Williams. And joined by the one and only Nathan Blake, and not Paul Bandonato this week, Blake. You just me and you. Just me and you. Just the two of us, <laughs> mate. Uh, yeah, I don't know where Paul is. Where is he? He's on, He's on holiday. On holiday, it's okay for some. Missing this podcast as well after his uh, his best player came on uh, started last night. <laughs> we'll talk about that later on. I'm yeah, sure. Well, yeah. since last time we spoke to you, we've had two games mm. and. Um, well, it seems like they're two very, very different games. I suppose we should take them as very isolated incidents. So, yeah. if we go back to Sunday, so in my notepad here, I've got Reading dash awful. Okay. Um, what do you say in response to that? I uh, can't disagree. <laughs> um, wasn't a great performance. In fact, it's probably one of the worst I've seen Cardiff give in recent times. Um, Listen, it's just one of those you choke off, as sometimes they happen. Um, Especially early season as well. Yeah, early season. You know, it's uh, the game was there for the taking. I thought for both teams, I don't think either team were particularly great. Um, and it was a question of whoever got the first goal, mm. we're going to go on and, and, and do well. But, you know, the goals were avoidable. You know, if you're talking about the goals, they mostly came down the left-hand side, down Bennett's side, between yeah. um, Bennett and the big man. And, you know, you'd have to say, you know, like the first goal, Volks gets done. Yeah. I think, watch, I watched the game on TV, I think Volks' legs buckled a bit on the sprint. Mm. With, um, yeah, and, you, and you said Puskas saw that, didn't Puskas, you? Puskas, yeah, I would have seen it, so I'm just putting myself in Puskas' position. Mm. They were sprinting, and Volks' legs buckled a bit. Not buckled in the sense that he weak, buckled in the sense that he was trying to overstride to keep up with Puskas. Yeah, Puskas knew he had the beating of him. I knew he had the beating of him, mm. stopped him, squared him up, went again. The last thing you want to do with your legs is go again. Mm. That's what we say, you know, you hear shouts, go again, go again. He's got to dig in. Uh, got behind him and in fair play to Puskas, it was a great finish. It's a good goal. And they, it was a very good goal. Looked a good player as well. Yeah, yeah, he looked a very good player. And, but this, the, the, his, his second goal, I felt... Uh, Aiden could have done better. Yeah, should have gone. Post, well, he's gone with the wrong leg, mm. and he's got to get that right right arm and expect him. If he comes the other side of him and nicks him, fair enough. But your left leg should block that out. Yeah, uh, anything coming like goal side of him. Mm. But he's gone with his right leg. His goal should have gone with his left leg, right arm up, expecting him, expecting him to come across him. Um, but like I said, the goal seemed to come down that left hand side. So. Uh, it was. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't so evident last night, but it was definitely against Reading. They seemed to exploit that situation. I suppose one of the more disappointing things um, would probably be just how well they started. It seems to be a theme that Cardiff starting games well, and, and they they just fallen off a little bit. I don't know how much that coincided with Marlon Pack going off. I know Neil Warnock said I think well, he attributed quite a lot to that after the game. He said. Mm-hmm. Um, they sort of control in midfield went. I know Leandro Bakuna started off very shakily at, at right back without Lee Peltier and mm. got moved into central midfield and I just thought that central midfield of Rawls, Vokes and Bakuna just looked so lightweight oh, they got countered too much Yeah, they were getting counter attacked too often which then you're looking at the spaces between midfield and front men yeah. which was kind of evident again last night yeah. you see it they got away with it last uh, night yeah so they need to do one way or the other they mm. either need to push from the back and squeeze the game and press better and more organised up front or they need to drop into the low block and drop everyone back and counter attack I've been saying it for 
probably well since last season mm. you know because we, we we don't we got the ability to counter attack I would say we've been one of the most frightening teams in the league yeah re- but, by front four yes but we're not actually we'll we'll do it here and there but it's it's not a ploy it's not a tactic mm. that we have in my opinion yeah we, if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't so at the moment and you gotta re- and you gotta uh, respect the fact that they're a new team, basically. Mm. You know, they're not, not you know, Smithies and goals. That's that's a that's a new new one. You know, Aiden Flint. That's a new one. Yeah. And also, that, that that's quite interesting because it raises the question. Then Warnock's placing, like, he seems to have placed a lot of importance on Marlon Pack. Mm. He's saying how much of a leader he is. He's filling this void left by Aaron Gunnison. Um, so, how how much of a difference do you think it made when Marlon Pack went off, or? Do you think that result was inevitable whether Pack was on the field or not on Sunday? Uh, difficult to say mm. um, because I do rate Malon. I think he's a very good player, yeah. a very influential player. Um, however, I look at their their lad um, with the locks, the black lad in midfield. He was very influential and scored a great goal last night. I can't remember his name, but he was very influential as well. And he mm. seemed to be... Ajari? Yes, Ajari. He seemed to be... Um, the boss man of the Used midfield. Used the strings, and absolutely. A bit so, like Shalaba last night. As absolutely, well, so we'll come on to that. absolutely. So if if Cardiff were going to get into that game and going to win that game, it would have been a duel. I would have spoke between Ajari and Pack. Mm. Whoever came out on top, yeah, you win the midfield battle. You tend to win the war. So um, Pack going off, you know, yes, it's going to have a a big effect but Cardiff listen Cardiff just come down from the Premier League can't have it always no. you've got a squad you've spent money like I said last week the owners have backed the manager again you know they, they, you know, there's this notion that we don't spend money okay we're not spending big money in the Premier League but we've signed a lot of players yeah yeah, an awful lot of players we're probably up to 35, 40 players in Neil's time so those take time to then gel you know I mean mm. refreshing it all the time it takes time to chill you know Neil constantly has um, you know not picked the same team and it's worked mm. it's worked so why would you change it so changes here and there two or three changes is is, is, is kind of like the format he's uh, laid down it's worked for two years you know just got to keep our fingers crossed that uh, this team gels when I say team I don't mean just the eleven. I mean, 16, 17, 18 boys, they gel, they get that, you know, togetherness, that camaraderie between each other, and they're able to go on and... Yeah, know. that's important, isn't it? especially in the championship where you have Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. I mean, there's going to be rotation, so you're right in terms of um, rotation and things. It needs to be, they need to meld it's together a heavy season. as an 18, it's a 20, heavy season. 20-man squad. And, and listen, I, I say it, well, football's becoming a, a, a 12-month-a-year thing. You know what I mean? In our day, you played your 40, 50 games, you had your break of eight, nine weeks, and then you went again. They're not getting ourselves the rest periods in, beti- in between now. You know what I mean? Mm. The rest periods, four or five weeks, if you're lucky, and you're not an international. If you're international, it's two to three weeks at best. So, you know, that rotation of the squad is important and is becoming ever more important in the modern game. Yeah, and, and with injuries as well, like. That's not helping Warnock's cause. It came out last night or this morning, not sure which it was. Marlon Pack's going to be up for a couple of months. How how big of a blow do you think that well, is? Well, that and average. I, th- I thought Neil you know, was a, a huge blow. Mm. You know, because that, that that back four, new back four, okay, there's only one new player in it. It's missing the main man in Seoul. It needs that continuity you know, early on in the season, clean sheets, or if you're going to concede a goal here or there, clean sheets, and then build from there. Well, you know, as soon as you lose your number one goalkeeper, Smithy just done well, but losing the goalkeeper was a massive blow, I felt. And then if Packer's going to be out for a couple of months, that's another blow. But you have to cope with these things. Simple as that, you know. What's your verdict on the defence as a whole? Because we saw, you said last week about Sol Bamba and how it's all fine and dandy when the results are going your way but as soon as they start losing they're going to be crying out for Saul to be coming back in mm. we, we saw a little bit of that after Reading we, mm. a lot of people on my Twitter account anyway saying need Saul back mm. Morrison and Flint they, they're not up to it we need 
saw back to uh, sort of meld them all together. Mm-hmm. We saw as soon as Peltier got injured, we had Vakuna in at right back, and he looked very shaky. Got put into midfield. Nelson came on for his debut. I'd like to reserve a little bit of judgment because it was his debut, but mm. didn't set the world alight with with his debut. And we mm. had Kieran Brown last night coming in as defensive cover and untested at this level. Mm. It is worrying, isn't it, in terms of the defense? Well, it, it, it it's and and sort of seven goals after Sunday as well. They chipped seven goals in three games. Yeah, so. I I think in fairness to to the manager, you've got to give it time to gel. I always say after ten games, Glenn. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't panic. I don't panic anyway, but I don't worry too much. I always say, you know, you you gotta you gotta give it ten games for things to settle, players to settle. At this moment, time it's a bit of an ache because you know you main players down the central part. Your two two of your main players down the centre of your team have gone. Right? Pack and average. Mm. People might say, ah oh, well you can cover it. But they're huge losses. Alright? So you then gotta give things time to gel again. You've got a new partnership with Morrison and Flint. Two very similar players for me. Yeah. Right? Two very, very similar I think players. That's where all the negativity's coming from. Yeah well, you know, but you know, what they're gonna have to do is between them not play the same sort of game if you understand what I mean yeah and and one has to think to yourself right I'm gonna go and win the duel more often because most teams play with a one with two wide or a one with one behind a number 10 sort of thing so you know you've got one striker really to take care of if you're Morrison and Flint so let that partnership it's, it's got to grow it's got to gel I don't think either of them are comfortable once you turn them no. All right. Once they got to go over their left or right shoulder, they're in trouble. Yeah. All right. So, okay. If I recognise that as a manager, I then play right. Okay, I'm going to play a deep block. Right? I'm not going to give you the opportunity to play in behind me, right? Because my two centre backs are just not quick enough mm. over you know 40, 50 yards. Which is why they did well so, against Luton. They did. So they what we do? We sit a own. deep block. Mm. Why do we sit with a deep block? Well, we got flying machines. Mm all across the front Glatzel listen I don't care what anyone says I watched some footage of Glatzel I've done my research on him good player mate really mm. good player but he's a footballer yeah you know if you expect him to come and be a target man it's not going to happen you know it's not going to happen he's, yeah. he, he can play with his back to goal but he's not what you would call an old fashioned Mick Harford put it up in here and I'll hold it and bring you in and I'll spin to the far post he's a footballer if you look at his goals they're in between the six yard box six yard box most of his goals are running forward running on he's got beautiful feet for a big man he's got a lot of Jack and Jill skill um, <laughs> he's got, translation. yeah he's got a lot of Jack and Jill and he's good in the air uh, I felt last night he was very Tense. He just needs that goal. Just relax. The goal will come. Mm. But we need to play to his strengths as well. You know, the, the front line need to understand that, you know, if you're coming inside, well, coming inside off the halfway line, you can, someone like Glatzel is going to be in behind. So look mm. for those slide passes. Coming inside around about the 18-yard box, right, then you can play off him as a, as a, as a wall and get one back and try and put it in the top stanch. Or get on the outside of your defender if you're the winger and cross the ball because he's going to be attacking the near, middle or far post. He is that type of striker. So mm-hmm. these things take time to gel, but I just hope that they're doing the work that's going to make them gel because they don't happen on their own. You know, at the moment, for me, you look at last night, you say they've had good chances, but it wasn't a pretty game to watch. It was very kind of broken, if you like. Yeah, you know, and then at times you see one or two good passing movements, and and I do I, I would put more trust in the players to play more football. I, that's just my opinion. I would because I think I think we got good footballers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as simple as that. If you look at Huddersfield, Huddersfield were down on their luck, you know. But you see what they tried to do last night. Yeah, they tried they, to play. They, didn't they, they say we're gonna yeah, we're gonna play. Why? Because we're yeah. footballers. We you know we're decent players, and I, I just think at the moment. Cardiff not playing well and won. That's a bonus. That's a good thing. That's a plus. Keep the chains moving. You know, after such a poor defeat at Reading, keep the chains moving. 
and try and get some momentum going. So after the Reading game, uh, obviously three 0 defeat, but as you say, can be chalked off because it's so early on the season. Move on. Mm. Warnock said last night that they actually didn't train on Tuesday. Brought them all in for a meeting, and by meeting, he, he, he said meeting, but I think that meant dressing down. Yeah, crisis. Two, two, two questions. One. Have you ever had anything like that in your playing career? Did the managers manager ever just call you all in, just sit you all down, berate you, no training today, just coming in, we're going to sort it out? And two, do you think that was the right thing to do? Uh, yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can you yeah. shed some light on that? Yeah, own? no, sometimes, you know, you need to hear it. Sometimes, yeah. you know, uh, what you can say about Neil, he's going to just give it to you straight in the dressing room. Do you know what I mean? And, mm. You know, sometimes those those rows can get heated with players because p- players, you know, have an opinion. Big personality. And, you know, in my day, you'd have like four or five would have an opinion. Not so many. Now, everyone's got an opinion. So, you know, times have changed. And, Do you, you know, remember any specific Yeah, I when we, we had it with Dave Jones. I had signed for Wolves. And after about, I think after about three weeks, four weeks, um... There seemed to be an underlying theme when I got there. It didn't seem to be... It was happy, but you know, little things here and there. You know I mean? And I come from Blackburn, which was a you know, fantastically well-run club, fantastic training facility, fantastic ground. And then he came to Wolves, which had a fantastic ground, hence why he signed all the players he signed at the ground. But then he went to the training ground, and it was woeful. Really? Yeah. Um uh, and then we, you know, we hadn't, I think we'd started okay. I think I joined after the second or third game. Uh, things didn't materialise how they were supposed to anyway. They had a crisis meeting after about a month, I think it was, maybe six weeks. And um, Dave went round and some people who had a lot to say when there wasn't a meeting then just went totally silent. Quiet as a mouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and others had their say. And, and he asked me, and I said, well, I've only been here like a month, so it's not real. And he said, no, no, signed you as a player of experience, opinion, and they don't want to hear it. So I just said, there's lots of little things. And sometimes it's not like one major thing that's the problem. Mm. Sometimes there's lots of little things. One was like where we trained and changing every day with the general public. Couldn't say and speak, you had to watch your language, this and that. And we had a group of lads who would banter for fun. You yeah. know what I mean? So that became a problem. A few arguments with general public. Um, you know, food wasn't, after training, wasn't great. You know, the same to be professional on one hand. And then when it's, you know, you're looking to refuel after it. Well, it wasn't there. So how professional do you want to be? You can't have it both ways. You yeah. know what I mean? So all these, I said, all these little things, um, you know, a little snowballs. I said, but wrap them all up and you've got an avalanche. And then that's extremely difficult to stop. And I think it was that season we were, I think, 12 points clear or 10 points clear with, I think it's 12 points clear with 10 games to go. And we didn't even make the playoffs. You know, it just, it, we were, I remember thinking to myself, you know, like, um, like world's strongest man, you got like, Two trucks pulling you either way. I remember thinking, I oh, doing everything, trying to, we're trying to pull this, just hold that, but it's just gonna like pull our arms out of our sockets, and eventually it did. It just got the better of us. And you're right, and, and sometimes meetings like that they work both ways, don't they? Because the the players need to hear what the management have to say, but also the management needs to hear what the players have to say and what Absolutely. they think. It's a two way street, and if one, well, not kids, exactly, right? It's not under yeah. tens, right? So they, that was one of the things I hated about football. Mm. Was, like, I was an independent boy from the time I was 13 you know what I mean you, 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 you iron your own clothes uh, mum worked full time you, you cook for your little brother you cook your brothers will cook for you you've mm. done the dishes you run a washing machine you pegged out the washing you brought in the coal you know you <laughs> hoover the house you spray polish you were, you were, we were independent kids quite the house husband right maybe. yeah so then by the time you get into football and someone's saying you're right this is what you're going to eat this is where you're going to sleep these are the flip-flops I want you to wear. These are the boots I want you to wear. This is the kit I want you to wear. This is where you turn up to get the coach. This is where you turn up the training. This is where you... So you completely, like, you, you're just led all the time. And it, it, it was like a frustration of mine. Not, you know, I, I can do for myself. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need you to hang up my 
dressing gown and kit before training in the morning. You know what I mean? I go into the washroom and get those things myself. It's yeah. okay. It's not a big deal. I don't need my food laid out for me. You know, I go and get it myself. So they can they can frustrate in some ways, but you know, you can't criticize because all the club is trying to do, like a Blackburn, for instance, all they're trying to do is take away every opportunity for excuse. Right? So that it's completely on you and you look back at the results and you know, that's that's the way it is. So the, the meeting I would have thought would have been more motivational, I would have thought. Yeah, clear from, clear know, the air and then Yeah, because uh, I I've said it last season, what happens when you come down from the Premier League, you think you're in this mind bubble where you think, Oh, I'm just gonna go back up. Yeah. And I always tell the story at Sheffield United when I joined them from Cardiff. We went down on with a minute to go somewhere like that at Chelsea and the following season Wally Downs I walked past his office and he called me in and he just had the, 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 the league uh, fixtures and he just he was going look at we win that we win and he was just ticking every game because mm. he's just looking at the name like I would beat them Grimsby would beat them Port Vale would beat them you know Sunderland would beat them would beat them we didn't lose a game <laughs> but we didn't even get in the playoffs. Mm. So, well, it looks like the the meeting worked, anyways, because last night uh, it's well drastically different performance. Yeah. Um, I suppose there's only only one place to start. Last night was the uh, the recall of Lee Tomlin. Um, what did you think when you first saw? I mean, A bit of an SOS. Yeah. After the Reading performance, you know, shape it how you want. Bring him back in. He 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 was bought as like a link up link all your attack formation together uh, don't know what's happened because you know never seen a player bought like that and then just put out into pastures mm. there must have been some sort of falling out somewhere along the line something said or done um, but you know come in last night thought he'd done okay thought he'd done well thought, uh, thought the Cardiff was with the performance of Cardiff was kind of atypical back to like very much long throws, sustained pressure from long throws and you know long balls into the box and what have you, um, and it worked. But but in fairness to Lee, watching him at Forest, last, he's a he's a player that the ball has to go through a lot, mm. you know. And and I think Cardiff don't tend to play through midfield. Hence, what I'm saying, you, you need to try and. Not become a possession-based team, but more possession of the ball. I think they had forty percent possession last night. Yeah, I mean, come on, mm. you know, we're not against Leeds United or anything like that. The reason why we need more possession of the ball is for players like Glatzel and Tomlin to be able to thrive. Otherwise, players like Junior Hoyler can get away with it. The wingers get the ball, blah 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 blah. They can do a bit, put the cross in. Looks looks great. You know, in the box, something falls around, get an opportunity. I mean, that can happen to Glatzel as well. But the point I'm trying to make is players like Glatzel and Tomlin, they need to... It's patterns. Mm. They thrive off patterns, football patterns. Yeah? It's not the pattern of miss me out and I'll go and battle for the second ball. Yeah. They want you to play through me. Why? Because this is what I do. Well, I thought that that was a positive last night. I did think that... um, Tomlin did bring Glatzel into the game a lot more. He did, yeah. Glatzel had a lot more chances, I yeah, thought, yeah, last night. Yeah. So that's got to be a positive move. Yeah, and forward. that understanding will grow, but what, what, what my fear is, is because it, you know, Glatzel didn't get three and Tomlin didn't provide three and it didn't look worldy last night. You know, the next game, one of them's out or Tomlin's out in two games. You, you're going to have to give it time to develop. You know what I mean? And I would like play them now against Luton. I play them in the cup and try and get an understanding, try and get... You know, especially with attack formation. We need more options as in how we attack. Because mm. you know, I would I would say, if I was playing against Cardiff last night, for instance, I would just be saying, send forward, I'm going to come back for throw-ins. Take my two galoots at the back you attack everything, take the full backs, you'd be ready for any second balls, midfielders. If we dig in on the set pieces, throw-ins, they, we limit their opportunities. Because they're not gonna they're not gonna open us up from open play. Yeah. 
you know, so dig in at set pieces, long throws, and you know, we'll frustrate them to the point where, you know, they're going to get opportunities here and there, but we'll frustrate them and, and, and try and nip the game then. You know? I don't know if you uh, saw what Neil Warnock said about Tomlin after the game last night. He said, um, mm-hmm. obviously, you, you praised him for his performance and his work rate coming back, but one thing I thought was really interesting is that. Um, he said last night would have taken a lot out of him and they're going to have to be basically using him very sparingly an hour here or there which is quite strange isn't it for professional footballer I mean if he, no if I think what Neil means Glenn is, is, is reading between the lines I haven't seen it but what I would think he would mean is that um, because he hadn't he didn't have a full season last season mm. you know done, done well at Forest it was yeah. Forest when it yeah. done well there uh, but I don't know how many games he's played pre-season and what have you he couldn't go on tour could he because right. if he's a so, he played under 23s right. a so of games. he's in my opinion he's still getting up the match speed Tomlin so mm-hmm. you blow him out you play him 90 minutes 90 minutes you run the risk of an hamstring pull or something like that mm-hmm. and right now you got to look and think what's going through the manager's head well major players are dropping like flies can't afford to lose another can't one. Can't afford to lose another one. Don't want to push him to the brink and hope that he survives. I'm going to... Right, so against Luton, maybe I'll play him for 50 minutes. So you, you wouldn't play him against Blackburn then bring him back in against uh, Luton? Sorry, Blackburn, maybe play him for 50, 60 minutes. Right. Then pull him off. Then Luton, ease him out. Then maybe have a come rest. Off, come on for a bit? Or? And then, no, let him have a rest. Yeah. And then Fulham, refresh. Not only... Physically, but psychologically, that will say it properly. That tells me I'm in. Yeah, he's trusted for the league games. I'm in, and... I'm in. Right? Yeah. So now I have to perform. And he can perform. If you give him the ball, he can perform. Like I said, I I would. I would play a deep block because I haven't got confidence in the defence in their pace. They know you. Everyone see you've got pace or not. They're not quick. So play a deeper block not allow people to get behind you. You know, we got Rouse and let's say Kuna in midfield. Both can pass a, a half-decent ball. You've got Tomlin ahead of them. If you play out of those two into Tomlin or straight from back four into Tomlin, yeah. you've got speed demons then Glatzel who can finish. You've got, you know, speed down the width. You've got a bit of an embarrassment. The riches are speed yeah. down the width, to be honest with you. So I, w- I would go with that kind of system I'm not telling Neil how to play his game you know but I'm just looking and thinking how can you tighten that whole system up at the moment because last night we were so open it was like a tennis match yeah well, we, we knew pointed out didn't yeah, we yeah yeah it, yeah it was basically we had a flat four up front with two wingers Tomlin and Glatzel mm. and then about 30 yards of space and then the two yeah. holding midfielders yeah yeah um, just on the midfielders though I know a lot, a lot of people last night praising Joe Rawls again I mean I, I know me and you were talking about he, he had a good game yeah he did yeah. but he's going to have to have a big season this season isn't he well you, you know it, it's a lot, a lot relies on him in that sort of creative role, deeper in midfield. Yeah, but you know, Joe's not a creative midfielder. He's the most creative that they've got in that position. Yeah, yeah, he, you know. But I've always said I think he can become a creative midfielder. Yeah. You know, I said to you last night. There's this thing now. You're either a number six, a box to boxer, or a number ten. Well, mm. you know, in my day, you'd sit if the opposite midfielder had gone. And if he hadn't gone, you're the one who'd done the box to box, so you 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 done everything. I understand the holding six role now, but you know there's two of them in there with one ahead. You know between you three, you gotta learn these patterns, this little bit of rotation in your game. Mm. You know what I mean? Not to be flat, and creativity. You know what I would say to Joe is if you can if you can find Tomlin with half of your passes, right? Or Glatzel, or one of the wingers, mm. right? That's going to make your counter attack and your general attack a lot quicker and a lot more potent. One player I would like to move on to is Gavin White because it's relatively unspectacular and, and so different to, to Murphy on the other wing. Mm. I was actually really impressed with him last night. I think mm. he offers 
a, a, so much work rate. He offers a lot more in defence as well, which is good. He, he tracks back a lot. Mm. I know me, you were impressed with him as well last night. Yeah. You know, he, he showed a lot of willing. Yeah, he did. He showed showed a lot of guts, a lot of um, a lot of determination. Showed some nice touches here and there. But again, Glenn takes time for you to develop into a, a team player, into a team that you're used to the surroundings. The great thing was the great thing about last night was, regardless of how you played, you created chances, and you got a result. Right, you moved the chains forward. Mm-hmm. Confidence is a bit higher. You've had a dressing down probably off the manager the day before, a couple of days before, and you've gone out and you produced and you've got over the line. You might say it should have been a goal or two to the good at half time, but that's football. It's what happens. You don't, you know, you don't take all the chances. It's, it's just life. So you look, someone like Young White, gone in, done well. You know. Didn't look out of sorts at all. No. Uh, and I always say the best, the best part, the if you can get the defensive side, you know, ticking, then you know the attacking is is like the freedom. The attack is like, you know, you do what you want with the attack. Yeah. Can't need it, to stop the goals first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, defensively, done a great job. Yeah. yeah. Then going forward, right now you now it's, what well, I need to provide crosses. I need to provide chances. You know, I need to get in at the back stick and score goals. You know, you know that that is if I'm talking to him, that that's your job. Yeah. I'm not asking you to do anything other. I'm not asking you to save anything on the line. You're not a goalkeeper. But I'm saying if you're playing on that right side, I need work rate up and down. I need your defensive duty. I need your offensive duties as well. I've got a striker I've just paid money for. He needs to score goals. You're part of the solution. Yeah. Yeah, so psychologically, and what I say to him is important because I, you know, I can slice or dice you with an eye, uh, with words, or I can make you feel top of the world. And I think if those players, if they talk themselves up, if the management talk them up and get them into that frame of mind, because that's what a lot of it is, is the frame of mind you're, you're going into. So, but yeah, I agree with you. I thought he, he for. His first game before he done well last night. Just lastly on on the Huddersfield game, I'd like to just touch on Trevor Shalaba because me and you did talk about it last mm. night. I thought he had a really good game. He's, I I just liked how dynamic he was. He he was he was affected both ends of the pitch. Yeah. Is he the sort of player that Carlos City need? Uh, yeah, I I would I would say if he if he was available and Cardiff could pick a player like that, you know, someone who. who I suppose you've got Pack in that mould. Yeah. But Pack's got that injured. So it's not a lot you can Let's do. Let's say Shalba might be a bit more attacking, maybe. Yeah, probably. Probably. He yeah. probably is. Yeah. Um, yeah, good player. Uh, I know he's like, uh, speak to used to speak to Eddie Newton about him a lot. Uh, him and his brother, both both very good players. I think he, he played really well last time. Mm. So um, he's, he's, he's a type of player, listen. If he's available and we could have him, I wouldn't say no to him, put it that way. Yeah. Right, well, then moving on. Blackburn this weekend. Um, club you know very well. Yes, I'm doing the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commentary, yeah. Um, they've had a very similar start to, to Cardiff. I think, I think they're 11th and 12th on the table, Cardiff and, and yeah. Blackburn. Yeah. They lost um, the first, I think. Yeah. yeah. And so second. Two wins, two losses, I one think. One in the both. cup. And then one two league game, maybe, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think historically Cardiff have got a very good record against uh, Blackburn. I think oh, they jotted down. Two thousand and five, I think. Yeah, lost I haven't lost in the league since nineteen eighty five. I think Scott yeah. Salter put on Twitter. So, um, yeah. do you think that's going to extend this weekend? Uh, I watched Blackburn the other night. Uh, they're decent. Mm. You know, they're not going to blow you away. You know. Um, I'd say our front line is more dangerous than theirs, uh, but you know they're they're a good outfit. Yeah, they've good scored outfit. fewer, but they've conceded far fewer as well. Yeah, yeah, so. and they 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 play decent football. Tony Mowbray's teams always play good football. To be fair to him, he, he that, that I like Mowbray. I've always like admired his teams where they play. So and then there's the away factor. You know, I I wasn't confident we'd go to Reading and win. You know, I didn't want to predict the loss, but. You know, I had that sneaky feeling, uh, and I've said, you know, the, the way we're playing at the moment, 
if we can if we can pick up points and wins whilst not playing at our best and just kind of play our way into some sort of form mm-hmm. and you know things go well but the, the, my worry is the away form the away games yeah six goals in two games yeah that's, that's my, my worry you know last night you know that performance away from home might have got you over the line don't think it's enough you know because what you're going to think is away from home if you're having 40% of the ball I'll probably drop to about 35% mm. and the opposition have the home the, the fans behind you pushing pushing you're at home you your home stadium so these are little factors that you know, so we, can, we can't overlook the fact that like, I think Cardiff had 24 shots or something yesterday and mm. they missed some absolute sitters didn't they they, they did they did three, I remember Bakuna blazed one over, over. Glatzel Bennett on the stroke of half time yeah, blazed one over that was the, the one it should have yeah, half-time. and obviously he came back to bite them straight after half time. Mm. So they are they are creating chances, and it? Mm. it was a far improved performance. But you're right on the road. I don't think to... I don't think I think this. It, it depends. It's how you define create. Twenty four shots is. Do you know what I mean? It's it's it, if I throw the ball into your box twenty five times and a half, you're gonna get on a ratio I would have said at least eight opportunities mm. out of that seven opportunities you know law of averages mm-hmm. it's you know we are we are creating one or two chances but we, like creating to me is right uh, you know down, you know you know pass you know good one two between two players nice run from murphy pass between you know right back and center back by rouse murphy runs on to it whips it in glatzel comes in finishes that's creating chances. A lot of our chances just come from bombarding you. Yeah? It's Aerial like, bombardment. How can you, can you sustain, you know, can you can you fight this sustained pressure that we're just going to put on you? I mean, so the chances come from there. If you want to define throwing a ball in as creating a chance, fine, yeah. It's no skin off my nose, absolutely. But, you know, the, pro- the, the problem for me is when the opposition, better opposition, have sustained pressure on you, it won't be, that pressure won't be in their own half, like trying to, they'll be pressing you back in your own half. So when you get a throw in, you're throwing it from just outside your own 18 yard box rather than in line with their 18 yard box. Mm. So you're throwing at the line trying to relieve pressure. Morris has got a long throw, I don't think it's that long. But it's not right, so, (laughs) you know, but we did have listen. We had the lions well, over the lions share. Yeah, you know we should have been arguably five one. Yeah. Say comfortably four five one. Should be four nil at half time. Yeah, <laughs> but you know it wasn't to be. But uh, listen, it's still in good shape. It's like it's, it's a win's a win. That's what I say. Uh, it's early in the season, and the the, the team is yet to fully gel into you know that one you know I'll call it an arrowhead gel into that you know into that pinnacle of everyone on the same web page same wavelength you know you one or two results that you're not expected to get you go and win you know beating Fulham would be a great start you know that would bolster confidence as well so yeah, I so think given the away form, would you take a draw at Blackburn? Yeah, I take a draw at Blackburn. Mm-hmm. I would. I take a point at Blackburn. I just, I just think at this moment in time, it's what you're four games in. You, you just you're only four points off the top. It's just about you know trying to build momentum. You know, as long as you're in and amongst touching distance at the top. Don't worry if you're sixth or eighth or tenth. I mean, don't get the points. You're four points behind. I mean, by the end of September, early October, you don't want those four points to be between you and the top team seven or eight points. Now that that's when it becomes difficult. You know, mm. people go, oh, you know, we're 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 seventh. But if you're seven point, if you're seventh and seven points off six. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? That's mm. ultimately three games you got to win, hoping that they don't get above them. So it's uh, but it's it, it's early days, and you know, last night what we do good, we done well last night. I feel, uh, and that's where the opportunities came from. So it's it's trying to get you know into a, a good run of form. Now, unless I, I was reading some stuff last night, I was, I was thinking to myself, you know, what happened last championship? I was reading, you know, I think it was after five games, I was saying we were going to go up. You know, I did an article saying there's something special going on, I've seen it, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, anyone who, who wants to be critical, fine. It's, it's, but I'm just, I look and I know what I see. Mm. At some point, you're trying to tell me the sky is. Mm, black if it's blue yeah you know what I mean I'm not going to say because you feel I'm pressuring you yeah you know what I mean if you can't take that pressure if you can't take my verdict on what I see come on man <laughs> you know this you know, you know pundits everywhere caning teams you know what I mean I don't cane my team I just look at it I might critically analyse it sometimes but I'm analysing it hoping for the better so it improves they don't have to listen that's up to them. A player might listen here or there and think, mm, yeah, I didn't realise that. Oh, I've seen that. And yeah, that's right. So, Tesco in it. Every little helps me. Well, let's uh, have some more critical analysis with some Ask Blakey. we got floods of questions in from uh, from the last two you games. beautiful bluebirds. <laughs> I do love you. So, first question we have is from Dave Williams. All right, Dave. Dave says... Do Smithy's recent performances warrant his place in the team, or should Joe Day be given a chance? Also, should Joe should Lee Tomlin now be given a run of games considering his performance last night and the departure of Reed? I think we've probably covered the second half of that. No and yes, uh, I would go with Smithy's. I think he's more experienced at this level. Mm-hmm. I think he done well to sit back and take a season on the bench. To be fair, um, uh, but. As players will tell you, if someone's got the shirt ahead of you, it's for them to lose it and you to gain it. He's got his opportunity through injury now. Play well, you keep the shirt, simple as that. It's, you know, when Everidge comes back, he doesn't go straight well. If Smithies is playing well, I doubt Neil Warnock could just put him straight back in the team. You, you know, he'll have to wait. Do you think Smithies has been playing well? Yeah, I think he has, yeah. I, think he, I, don't, I don't look and think, oh, what was he doing for that goal or this mm. goal? Uh, you know, so I think he's done well, yeah. Andrew Thomas asks, we have gone from having a reasonably strong defence to one that has massive holes in it. Why? How can we improve it with the players we have? Uh, this is what I was trying to say to Paul Abandonato. Um, Aiden, Aiden Flint and Morrison are very similar. Uh, what yeah. they have to rely on is the ball coming into the striker's feet or in the air so they can head it. I would have loved to play against either of them because I like outstrength both of them mm-hmm. and in second gear I would run both of them so they've got to worry about the someone like a bogle someone who can physically match them and then run if you look at the game the other night it was against, against Reading it was the movement of Puskas yeah. Puskas that killed them mm. oh, they couldn't handle the movement and he's not rapid you know you would say probably bogle's quicker than him but his movement is clever, intelligent, and that's that's half the battle. So they they're they're struggling because if you're intelligent, you don't play into their strengths, right? They want you to back in so they can fight you, jump over the top of you, blah blah blah. If you're clever, you give him that once or twice, but then you'll stand to the side of him and look at him side on, so he doesn't know where you're going to run in front of him, behind him, off him, pull back, back off him. Uh, jump across him, you know. It, it, you know, players are, you know, people do their homework. Management teams, coaching staff, players, you know. So the best way to play those two is get them over the shoulder, get them turning, because neither of them in a foot race is. You're not confident that they're going to win it. Mm. So that's, I think, that's probably where teams are exploiting that situation. Hence, why I say, if you play a deeper block. You deny that space in behind, Smithies becomes your sweeper, and they don't have to worry about getting turned. But if if they try and play high, or if they're playing at the moment, which is sort of 
you know, generic, it's not really patterned, then you'll see a lot more of that. You'll see a lot more of that teams taking advantage of that. Mm. Okay, we have one Reza Davis. Reza. Um, they ask, how, ask Blakey how he thinks we can get the most out of Murphy because there's definitely quality in there but seems to be sporadic. Yeah, I, 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 that's a brilliant question. Good question, though, isn't it? Yeah. Cause, I should have asked it myself. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I know what you mean. Murphy almost has the ability, you think, to just take it, just win the game on his own. Played well last night, I thought. Yeah, yeah, win a game on his own. Um, but even last night, and team, against teams like that, Huddersfield, no disrespect, but you'd be looking for him to get three clear-cut clear cut opportunities, or maybe two assists, three assists. Mm. I mean, he was good last night, but I still think he can be better. Yeah. You know, a lot better. And he just needs a goal maybe to get... No, again, it, 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 if you... Uh, listen, I'm not... Bluebirds, I'm not harping on about it. It's just a simple fact. If I have the ball and you don't, <laughs> it's not a lot you can do. Mm. So the more we have the ball... The more, if I have the if I have the ball ten times and a half, I might pass it back twice. I might run in six times. I might pass inside twice. If I have the ball four times and a half, I might run in once, pass it inside once, pass it back once, and cross it once. Mm. I've I've totally then, I've gone even minimized your chances. I've minimized it. Yeah. Just simply by the fact that I don't keep the ball now. We don't keep the ball. That's not our the way we play. But I do think we can sit back and, and count the teams better. I think Murphy would be deadly in that situation. Mm. I really do. Got two questions from Mike Brown. Michael. Mike says, "What first one? Do you see Hoylet as, as an impact sub? I personally think he looks better coming on with 20 minutes to go. And the second one, do you see Bamba as filling in as a holding midfielder when he's back in January before we get someone in? Bakuna and Volks clearly not up to the job. That's uh, That only leaves Rawls and Pack, who is injured. So first one, uh, Hoylet impacts up, Bamba holding midfielder. Hoylet, uh, too good a player just to be an impact substitution. I think he should restart him? I think in, you know, he will get his time to start. You know, I know Neil loves him as a player. I think he's so talented, it's ridiculous. And I think he scored 12 goals last campaign in the championship. Um, was more in and out last season. But in, in this league, in this division, no, I wouldn't say he's a, an impact player. I'd say he's a lot more. He's, he's someone you play from the start and can, can win new games. He, he's proved that, especially at this level. So he can impact the game coming off the bench of course because he's such a good player mm. but personally I would try and get him in the team and, and, and play him and Bamber's a holding midfielder he can play it and at this at championship level probably standing on his head um, maybe sat in between those two would help but again he's higher than the back line so it doesn't stop the ball in behind it doesn't stop you from mm. beating him for pace you know, Sol's not going to make up 20 yards, 15 yards on people, even if they're slow. Do you think that's a more solid option next to Rawls, though, instead of Bakuna and, and Vokes? I would say, for sure, more solid, yeah. Mm. Um, no disrespect, but at this level, I, you know, I think if, if, if you're buying players, they, they have to be able to handle the level you're playing them at. And, mm. You know, I think Bakuna, Volks, Rowles, I think you have to give that time to to uh, develop, if I'm totally honest. I, I wouldn't say, you know, all of them clearly can play at this level. They've played at this level and higher. So uh, you have to give it time. And if if there's if you get the 10 games in and there's still a lack of creativity, you've got a problem. 
Good question here, I think, from Stanley Williams. All right, Stanley. Do you think we should play twin strikers, Bogle and Glatzel, like we used to many years ago with Toshak and Brian Clark? Also play Tomlin behind Bogle and Glatzel. He used to play Tomlin. It's not that. Who was that from? <laughs> Stanley Williams. Stanley. You know, it's not that far back. He used to play Stant and Caldeo as well. <laughs> <laughs> or Pike and Caldeo. He played 4 4 2 in my day as well. What do you, like that, do you think 50. that's an option? Listen, they're all options, yeah. Is it one you know, that? Four, three, three, four, two, one, three, whatever, whatever. All these different systems, you know. It, but you, you have to work on them. You know, it's no good just say I'm going to play two strikers. You know, those two strikers have to play, have some, have some sort of, you know, telepathy going on with with they when they play with each other and then with the midfield and whatever. So you, you know, it, it's not a question of. Albert, it's not a question of this is the, it's the thing. You know, sometimes as fans, we just we just want it to happen because yeah. we think it should happen. They're good players; it can happen. You have to work on it. So the things that you know, it wouldn't be fair on either player chucking them in and saying, "Right, go on." You know, do you think Bowl and Gladstone can complement each other quite well? Though they have, I think any two players can. Yeah. You know, I, I I do. I think any two players, unless you've got like someone who's six foot five. Can't run and just good in the air. If you've got two of them, then you know we've got a problem because someone's going to have to get in the box. But yeah, they're both athletic. They can both run. They can both score goals. You know why not? But then I'd say, well, <coughs> last night dilemma. If you play a higher line at the back, the midfielder can push in a bit more, which allows Tomlin to get closer to Glatzel and really influence the game. But then you got a problem with being exposed at the back with yeah. balls over the top. Yeah. So, so do you understand what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you have to go one way or the other. That's for me, isn't it? We're, at the moment we're kind of in between two stalls. Yeah. We're not playing deep, and we're not playing press. We're kind of like quite long, quite stretched. So if we can do one or the other, our forwards drop back, and our backline drop or backline up, and allow Tomlin to become more influential around because I mean I look at Tomlin and watch him last season and him in amongst Murphy Glatzel uh, let's say Hoylet oh he he Mendes Lang you know he can really really get those if he just sees himself he's a string puller that's what he wants to do he, he wants to score but he's not that's not his ultimate Mm. He seems to me as the type of player who would rather provide a quality pass than score a goal. Maybe. I don't know. But you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He loves providing as much as he likes scoring then. And I think if you really push that confidence into let down that let him take that tag and, and play for him, especially in the final third. So I'm not talking about keep it rolling it out and you know, blah blah blah. That could happen. I think we've got players who can do it, but it's not gonna happen. Mm. All right? It's not the way we play. So, kick it long, okay, but but then allow Tomlin. You know, you know, you have to notify players in this position. Play into him. In this position, play into him. When you've got the ball, Joe, and you turn, you know, if you can get past your first, play into him. You know what I mean? That's gonna suck them out, and that allows you Glatzel to run in there, and you know, it, it it's it's I don't know. It's it's just. Something I would like to see. <laughs> right, last one from Facebook, and we'll have a couple from Twitter to finish. We got Johnny Davis, who Hi, says, John. "What does he think can be done in training to improve the scoring rate? As there was about twenty-four shots against Huddersfield, but only six on target. Same with other games. We are creating chances, but rarely capitalise on them. Is it just a lack of confidence, or is there work to be done? Do you remember any sort of advice bit, or drills that you? Bit of a lack of confidence, you? but I would have thought." It's impossible not for them not to be doing finishing training. It's mm. part and parcel of your everyday training, so they will be doing that. Maybe a bit of extra uh, finishing in training. Stay behind late, that sort of thing. Mm, yeah, you know, you can you can have uh, small-sided games which are uh, attributed to finishing. So rather than you have like a your full goal on uh, the touchline, the other one say on the halfway line on on the uh, crown of the uh, center circle. You can push it another five, ten yards 
And what you do, you create a situation where you can, it's about 30 yards between two goals. So you can shoot from anywhere, basically. Uh, and it's like you play a 6v6 or 8v8, and it, it is about, it is high tempo, finishing, you know, twisting, turning, one-twos. It helps you develop those patterns in those tight areas and quick thought process. So, you know, there's, there's, there's ways and means of, of doing it, yeah. But it's not, we, we, it might happen where you get 24 chances and you blitz someone 6-0. The mm. confidence shoots for the roof. Next game, they win three, they win four. So it's not just something you do in training. It is something if they put four or five away last night, everyone's confidence is so up high that you tend to take more chances. Another one from Dion Thomas as well. Are you fit enough to play? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, no. Hey, you got your golf gear on. Are you fit enough to play golf? Right, we I have... I said a buggy, mate. <laughs> Can't drive a buggy on a football pitch. If they allow it, I'm there. I think I can get my head out to any crosses. I think I can get out of the end of them. Um, one on Twitter from Gareth Pierce. What, oh, a, what effect has the pre-season schedule had on the first four games as it looks like there has been a lack of competitiveness with a very non-Warnock pre-season? The first four games have looked like four competitive pre-season games. Mm. Lots of changes to start in the live next second. I know what you Some mean. I, I know what you mean. I, 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 Gareth, that's from? That's from Gareth, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you mean, Gareth, because I'm looking at the team thinking they look fit, but they don't look sharp. Mm. All right? It don't look like I usually do at the start of the season. You like you, you run you out of the blocks quicker than the ground and then you tend to fade around seventy minutes and then over four or five games that seventy goes to ninety, your fitness level. But I know what you mean, but like I said, it's it's football's becoming all year round. You know what I mean? Uh so you know. Maybe they might look at pre-season and think mm, we do things differently next year or something like that. Mm. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're exactly where they expect to be. I don't know. It's difficult not being a fly on the wall or yeah, inside the dressing room. You know, they might, they, this might be part of the plan. You know, you don't win the trophy. You don't win the league in, in uh, August. But what you can do is definitely lose it. That's, that's the worry is that, you know, you're, I always say when when teams get nine or ten points on you, whether it's promotion or playoffs you're going for, when they get nine or ten points on you, right, you're six. Uh, they're six, you're seventh, and there's nine points between you. Don't look at where you are in the table. Look below, really, because you've got to win three games, and the team above you've got to lose before you even start talking about. You know, getting into that sixth spot. So, you know, just be mindful of that. That's what I would say. With that in mind, our final question from Yayan. All right, Yayan. With Pack out, do we have enough in central midfield to challenge the top six? And why didn't Warnock buy a right back? Everyone can see it. Isn't it? It's funny. It's 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 funny how I I've had a few few commentators where you say to me I've been negative or whatever, and it's not negative. I I see what I see and I say it. Caller as you see. Right? But clearly, clearly from the questions, everyone can see it or most can see it. Right? And I wish there was, you know, rather than worrying about critical analysis, everyone just focus on going forward. I mean, mm. nothing I'm going to say or any of the fans going to say should impact what happens in that dressing room space. Do you understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, do I... I don't know. Do you know if there's enough in central midfield to challenge? I don't know, yeah. I I don't know. Like I say, you've got to give it some games to develop. You'd be surprised sometimes. You might look and think, ah, no way. Then Joe will score a good goal like he did last night. Bakuna rattles one in from 30 yards. All of a sudden, those two players, boom, mm. up they go, and they become majorly influential. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Confidence is a, is, a, is a, like we always say, you can't bag it up. If you could, you'd be a billion, trillionaire. Mm-hmm. Can't bag it up and give it to people. It's, it's things you do in training, things you do in games, how you win games, you know, your approach to training, approach to games, you know. Do you feel you've done the work going into this game? 
are you coming up against a player who's like, oh, I'm a left back, he's a right winger, and oh, he's just roasted me twice. We've done nothing on, you know, how we're gonna pull the man in front, and you know, these things they all play in your mind and emotion. If you're, if you feel like I'm fully loaded going into, uh, going into a, a, a battle situation, then you tend to come out with a good result. If you're not, then the opposite happens, obviously. So. Let's give it ten games, people. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Let's watch, let it develop. It's not like last time in the championship, where I was calling, you know, promotion. I even said top two. I didn't realize that, but that's how good we were. That's how much of a surprise package we were. You know, I remember the the result. We went to Wolves and won. No one had us down to win. I did, and you knew we would. We were that good at what we were doing. Mm -hmm. We were brilliant at it. I mean, and it was a surprise. But um, this season, I don't think we've started as sharply. We're not as sharp. We're not as front-footed. But like I said, it might be part of the plan. You know, develop it. New players get into the season. Have a strong October, November, December, January. And uh, put yourself in a great position then for the for the final running March April at the end of the season. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> I think that's what our Cardiff fans are hoping. Well, I think that's all we've got time for. So thanks again, Blakey, and uh, pleasure, mate. Next time we see you, it'll be another two games under our belt. So yeah, we'll have to yeah, go again. yeah. But um, that's the championship, isn't it? Yeah, and the Carabao Cup. Yeah. Uh, remember to follow all the Cardiff City news on Wales Online. Subscribe to The Boot Room on iTunes or listen on walesonline.co.uk.